ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going everyone? Hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. And this one today, I decided to, um, Laura recorded a little video um, for her YouTube channel of her experience through her mushroom journey. Uh, so I thought, why not take the audio from that and uh, put it on here for you guys to listen? Because I think it was, it's a really, I've listened, I've also listened to it, what you said. And um, it's a really, um, I feel like it's a really, it gives it an interesting perspective from the other side of, from more of the, the feminine side of things. And you get to see sort of a, another perspective of the trip, sort of say. Uh, that we the the journey that we went through the mushroom ceremony, so I think it's I think it's going to add a lot of value to a lot of people's lives. So I thought I would share it anyway. So I hope you enjoy it. If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. Uh, I also have a crypto option if you want to support through that way too. And that's all anyway. I love you all. Enjoy Laura's version of the mushroom trip and let me know your thoughts on this. Peace and love. In this video today I'm just going to be talking about a psychedelic trip that I had over last weekend um, just to kind of share my insights and what I felt about myself, what I kind of noticed about the collective and just put it out there to see if any, any of you guys resonate with it. I'm actually in the process of making a documentary about the, the wounded feminine aspects of society, not just how that's affected women but also how that's been detrimental to men and society as a whole. And I can't help but think that like this this psychedelic trip that I've had kind of plays a role in that. Um, so I'm just gonna just put it out there and see what you guys think. So a week before the trip, I actually had a dream. I've been doing a lot of psychoanalyzation of my dreams recently. And a week before the trip, I did have a dream where my, my great grandma, who I've always kind of seen as a, a spirit guide for me, she came forward and she told me that I was gonna be dying next week which is like the, the Saturday I had the dream was like, it was the next Saturday where I had the psychedelic trip. At this point, I'd had no idea I was going to be having, um, taking part in like a mushroom ceremony. So um, that's just kind of how it fell. And it was kind of a sacred time. But she said I was going to be dying. And I said, oh, I'll, t I'll tell my mom that I've seen you because uh, my mom's very into sort of like this, the spiritual side of things. And she went, no, tell everybody. And what that meant for me was like tell all the parts of myself that there's going to be a death occurring in my psyche and a subsequent rebirth, which I'll be talking about. So um, we met up with a group of friends at the Lake District and um, a group of friends that are also living in vans. I'm living in a van now, by the way. I um, was living in Scotland for about six weeks and now we're at the Lake District, just travelling there before I head down to Wales and host a retreat there. Um, there's also one spot left at the retreat. So we met up with this group of friends at the Lake District and 
um, the guy said he was going to host a mushroom ceremony. So there was five of us there. It was me and my partner Dan, um, two friends. Like the, so it was five people there. There was me and my partner Dan. There was another friend and two other, uh, another couple. So we found a spot at the Lake District. We decided that we're going to wild camp there and host this ceremony. So um, the the friend that kind of took the role as a shaman set up the space. He was burning burning sage. He was um, we shared a like a, a cacao drink to kind of open up our chakras before we still like took a, a delve into our own consciousness. And as we were kind of setting our intentions for the trip, this guy came over who worked for the National Trust and he came stomping over with his little body cam on. And he goes, he was being very aggressive. He was like, you need to leave. Um, the signs are explicit. You can't have fires. You can't stay here, get out kind of thing. And that kind of took us as a surprise because we'd spent so much time in Scotland where you're allowed to wild camp. And it's kind of a different way of life over there. You can just pull up on the side of the road. There's no laws against like sort of camping anywhere you want to. And so coming back to England has been a little bit of a culture shock in that respect to kind of not be able to just set up anywhere on the land and, and just, and kind of camp there and I think that's also a lesson for us to kind of um, create these kind of sacred spaces and safe spaces where these medicine ceremonies can take place because the last thing you want is when you're going into an endeavor like where you're meeting your own psyche and you're, you're being very vulnerable the last thing you want is someone who's a representative of the state like a, as a member of the police or a kind of guy, an authority figure trying to tell you you can't do something when you're in that sort of vulnerable state. So that was a lesson for us to kind of be a bit more conscious um, of when we're going to do something like that in the future. So anyway, it did work out for the best as I'll, as I've mentioned, but we packed up our stuff and we we've hiked and trekked and found another spot which ultimately was like the, the perfect spot for the night. And so a set up spot there would so you know set our intentions again and we started to embark on this sacred trip and as the trip was really kicking in as the psychedelics were kicking in as the mushrooms were kicking in um i noticed a lot of thoughts that kind of my thoughts were kind of racing going why do we need to take mushrooms you can never escape from yourself you know what's the point in taking these medicines um a lot of doubtful thoughts coming through my head like why are you trying to escape yourself all the time and ultimately I don't know I think that was coming up just to kind of teach us to they can't just, they can't just be a free-for-all with these kinds of medicines they need to be done in in really sacred safe spaces with people that you really do trust because um very vulnerable aspects of yourself are coming up and you want to be around people who have done who have kind of met themselves to a very deep level and that's kind of something that came up during the trip as well so as those, those thoughts were kind of racing inside of us and then um, I got to a point where I was like I was feeling the energy from the earth coming through my legs up into my body and I was just sitting feeling grounded on the earth and I was I really noticed how I felt the earth is a very feminine essence and the sky is a like a father essence and as I was sitting in that in by the fire with the people around us I was looking up at the sky and I was looking up at the sky and talking to God and I was saying what more can I do how can I how can I kind of be of service in this place? What can I do to, to to help heal people or to help heal myself and to help heal others? And I was kind of tuning into that very innocent aspect of myself. And um, I was tuning into Michael Jackson. And if you haven't, <laughs> this is going to sound very sort of out there, but 
I think Michael Jackson, for me, is a, holds up a real archetype of innocence. If you have a look at his Gene Keys profile, it says the highest expression of his heart was innocence. And I feel like that's what I really, I really got from him. He held up the archetype for innocence for me when I was going through like a very abusive situation when I was a child. So I was tuning into, into like the essence of Michael Jackson and what he was all about. And when I spoke to Dan after the trip had ended the next day, I, I told him I was tuning into Michael Jackson and he looked at me and went, I saw you shapeshift into Michael Jackson. So I think there's something going on there. Um, I did have another psychedelic experience where I did meet the essence of Michael Jackson. So um, I have recorded a video on that. So if you want to check that out. And I think with these things, I'm, I was kind of apprehensive about putting that out there, but I think ultimately if I censor my own truth, I'm censoring, I'm censoring it for other people as well. That it could be information that might help people and help people understand their, their own essence and their own selves. And I'm not really scared about being called crazy anymore because ultimately <laughs> I think people who call you crazy haven't met themselves to a deep enough level yet. And I know that probably sounds from ego, but what I feel is it's a projection of their own sort of insecurity of their own sanity. Kind of hold on to this ego so hard that, you know, if anything challenges it, they'll kind of lash out and project stuff onto you. So I'm not really scared of that anymore. I'm just kind of speaking my own truth. So as I was tapping into that innocent aspect of myself, I felt how um, it's important to, in these sacred spaces to to be around people that you really do trust because you are in such a vulnerable state. And I felt like the, the complete innocence inside myself, the innocence that's kind of represented by the dove, which I've got tattooed on myself and the innocence that was represented by Michael Jackson. And I felt like how that had been taken advantage of by an overbearing masculine force in my life and um, a very controlling possessive force. And I felt that I did feel how kind of it's been taken advantage of sexually as well through through the kind of porn culture in society and this kind of subverted view of sexuality. And as I was tuning into that, I saw a member of the group kind of shapeshift and I kind of felt how he was, I was, I haven't actually spoke to him about this, but this is just my experience. So I'm just gonna speak from my experience, but I kind of felt how I was rep like reflecting back to him innocence and that was kind of triggering stuff inside of him. And at the moment I thought that he kind of got up and said, I need to go purge page on behalf of the collective so we went off and paged and kind of and that was kind of that from that uh, perspective I also kind of was starting to tune into the very protective aspect of myself the the part of myself that would like that would um can't think of the right word like <laughs> I don't want to say like I would kill but um if at, like the very maternal aspect so if I had children and anyone kind of hurt those children I felt like the the very I felt anger and I felt a very protectiveness over myself and over of that innocence that kind of was for me and um, that innocence was taken advantage of when I was younger and I felt the part of myself that's very protective over myself and that's actually took that actually took the form of a jaguar and I met the very protective strong part of myself that is the essence of a jaguar and I believe that is um, my spirit animal or it is a part of me I did think my spirit animal was a dove because of all the uh, synchronistic experiences I had around doves, but I also believe that part of me is a jaguar as well. And so I was feeling that kind of um, protective energy over myself. So I was feeling that protective energy over myself and of the feminine in general, and I, 
I was feeling a lot of um I felt how the masculine energy was kind of taking over the space we, there was two girls me and another girl and there was three guys there and I felt how the the masculine was kind of not really seeing the feminine and kind of just taking over the space and Dan had a a, a lesson that came through during his his side of the trip that was kind of about that not not seeing the feminine properly and kind of overlooking them and so I kind of decided I wanted to go be by myself and look up at the mountains and and be in and be in my own energy without any other people kind of interfering with that essence so I went off by myself and I was looking up at the stars and the sky and it felt like I was in a Bob Ross painting it was absolutely amazing the sky was clear the mountains were beautiful and there was clouds going over the mountains, um, a little bit like this, a little bit like this. I've oh, got in the background. This is my life now. I'm just like chilling in the mountains. <laughs> oh, I'm like I'm just loving my life at the moment. Um, but yeah, so I was I was in that place and I was just being in my own energy. I felt I felt so powerful and so sure of myself. And because before I felt quite insecure of myself, not knowing who I am really, what I'm about, and and when you feel insecure about yourself, you kind of um, you kind of vulnerable to internalize other people's opinions of you and other people's words. And I have felt that in my side myself, but because I didn't have anything to kind of to hold on to to what I am. But this trip gave me like an essence of who I am. It's the it's the jaguar energy, and it felt like this place is a really magical jungle with other people's energies kind of dancing together. And that's what I felt with um, felt during the trip. There was a lot of just respect for other people's energies, like for who they are on the deepest level. Everybody brought something to the table in that group. It was just, it was really phenomenal just to see people for their deepest essences without the bullshit that gets put on and the projections. So when I was by myself, I was just looking up at the stars and I was shuddering quite a lot. And what I take the shuddering to be, it's either my body acclimatizing to a higher vibration or it's kind of releasing trauma that's been stored inside the nervous system. Could be both. But I was doing a lot of shuddering and my jaw was shuddering quite a lot and I was looking up at the sky. It wasn't frightening, it was just just happening. And I was just by myself and just in awe every, of everything and one of the girls in the group actually came over to see if I was alright because I was by myself in the woods for a while. And I was so thankful that she came over because I really needed the feminine energy in that moment to, to come over and not to be kind of... not to be uh, kind of... Trying to think of the right word, not to be kind of interfered with by the masculine energy in that moment. And I was speaking to the to the other girl, and she was saying how how she noticed how the masculine energy kind of takes over in these situations, and it would be good to create a space where it's just women um, conducting this healing work together. And I thought that was a really beautiful idea. And I think in that moment she was kind of reflecting back to me parts of myself. You know, she was quite quiet. Um, but she was saying that when, when you're quiet, you can actually hear hear things better. And I was like, I was just like, yeah, you don't need to talk all the time, do you? Because that's something I've been working on. Like, I am naturally quite a quiet person, and I felt, I felt all my life that's that's such a bad thing, being quiet and sensitive. But it's not. That's like that's my ultimately my strength, and that's, you know, that's a that's a jaguar baby. It's a quiet it's a sinner like kind of prowls about in the shadows but that's what makes it beautiful and so I really felt that about myself and I just felt so much love and and 
just like contentment with who I am as a person for the first time really I felt like you know I was in that that powerful energy of the feminine not the not this not just the soft kind of receptive energy but I was in the, the real strong and powerful energy of the feminine and it was beautiful I ultimately feel like I left that trip I entered that trip as a girl and I came out a woman that's how I feel but um as the girl left she left us to it and I felt when my partner Dan came over he came over about 10 minutes after and I felt how his kind of scared energy because he wasn't having such a good time during the trip um he's got a video about his experience up so if you want to check that out just to kind of get his side of things he wasn't having such a good time and I felt how his the scared masculine energy kind of brought me out of my own essence and I kind of felt the energy of that so that's something I'm kind of working on um being with someone who's such a strong masculine presence but also honoring myself and my feminine my feminine energy and so um when dan left i noticed that i needed to wee quite a lot and during these like plant medicine ceremonies you, you normally purge or you might you might poo you might wee you might vomit it's kind of a burp it's all just like kind of purging this energy and as i was weighing i felt like um i was like squatting on the floor and i felt how every time a feeling of like oh my god someone's going to come and see me like with my pants down on the floor every time I felt like that it would sting as if I had a war infection and so I would like I would finish weighing and then it would sting because I would had a like a a thought that would go against the flow of the energy and then it would happen again and I would have another thought around shame about this and then I just I sat there and I just like I needed to weigh again and I just sat there with my my, my yoni my vagina on the earth and I felt, I felt the healing energy of Mother Earth just coming through my like my feminine portal and just totally surrounding us. It was just really amazing. <laughs> uh, it was just, just amazing just to feel the energy of Mother Earth. It was beautiful. And I just felt how the feminine's been really crushed down. And that's something that I've been working on quite a lot recently. Since this trip, a lot of my dreams and a lot of my kind of emotions that have been coming up is a lot, a lot of anger towards um how the how the masculine has been very sort of dominating over the feminine energy um and got towards the system um had a dream the other night where you know a, the system was kind of uh, telling us i needed a vaccine to go into a shop and i felt all the anger towards that and how it kind of reflected towards my anger towards men in general so um, I've just been kind of healing and feeling a lot of that anger that has been coming up but um, it's definitely a process I think this is all going to help in the sort of documentary that I'm making about the the wounded feminine which ultimately is the wounded masculine as well um, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else I missed during the trip um, what, when um when I was kind of feeling that innocent aspect of myself, Dan, Dan did say that he kind of saw, he saw an entity leaving myself and it, like a parasitic entity kind of leaving my auric field. And then he said, that's when the other guy purged. So Dan was kind of getting a very similar, similar, similar vis visuals to what was going on with me internally, which was very interesting. He said he saw like a blue beam of light coming from my, my head up into the sky. And I just really felt the, the, the magic nature of creation of life it was just a really really powerful life-changing experience and i'm still kind of feeling the afterglow of it now 
just just to be in your own energy is just amazing but yeah <laughs> i don't know if i have anything more to say i know it's probably this video is probably a bit all jumbled up and out there but i just thought i'd sit and record it roll while i'm on a hike we're actually on a hike at the moment uh, down to the lake and we're going to be heading back up uh, towards our car park that we're parked on the mountain but yeah uh, i hope that resonated or i hope you found it interesting peace out I'll catch you in the next one hope you liked that uh little version of the podcast by laura and um, let me know what you think um and just to play this podcast out as i always do uh, this is a song uh, laura's recommendation it's one of her favorite artists called tash sultana and the song is called big smoke so enjoy this song big smoke wherever you are in the world keep seeking as always big love I do good.